Welcome back to the community. This is our bonus episode with Karan Lenore. She is a American artist and photographer, celebrated over 25 years in the beauty industry as an award-winning hair and makeup artist, national educator, and columnist. You heard the first half of her story, and now we're going to delve in more, and this is our bonus episode. So grab your notebooks, grab your pens and paper, start real seriously thinking about how you can make a difference how we can begin to really make a difference for our men and women that have served on the front lines. So, let's get started. Let's sit down. Let's continue this conversation. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Okay, Karan, you have just hit on another gold mine issue. And the reason I got so excited about this is because one of my areas, a a, a passion area that I have is reconnect the head to the body. For whatever reason, we have severed the head from the body and science took below the neck. And we have our areas of expertise and all kind of other little niches. And, you know, medicine has taken, has done a very good job of chopping up the body even more. And everybody just hones in on their little area. And so that's why I want us to come back and take a step out and say, okay, you need to look at this as a whole process for one. Everything is connected in your body. And we need to reconnect the head back to the body. So the depression that we go through, the anxiety that we go through, the, the psychological gymnastics that happens in our brains when we go through life, mm-hmm. it can manifest itself in physical signs and symptoms physical if brain. we do not get the tools to help unpack this and start connecting our dots and, and, and fill in some of these holes that happen because life happens. It just happens. It does. It happens to all of us us in various ways. And, and so you have touched on something as you see, I've gotten so excited. I mean, this is one of, one of my areas because I believe because of my own story and having to take time out at various parts of my own journey and to receive, receive counseling. And when I say receive it, I mean, be open to it and go to it and then say, okay, these are the tools I need so that I can be a whole, so I can be more optimal Mm -hmm. so that I can be a better Mm -hmm. friend. I can be a better woman. I can be a better person in society. I can be a better mother, a better, a better daughter, a better sister, you know, whatever needs to be. But talk about the psychological factor now you you started going down this road and you and you mm-hmm. hit on so many poignant points about how you can walk into a to a place that says yes we'll help you but mm, you don't look poor enough or you speak too well or you know wait a minute how how do you know how to navigate the system you shouldn't even know how to navigate the system and so you are saying it took everything in me you don't even realize that this is the only piece of clothing clothing I have left to put on my body so I don't walk in here naked it just happens to be fly. Okay. Okay. 
So talk about some of the psychological gymnastics now that you have had to go through in part of this journey and, and getting to rebuild her, the, the, the organization that you now addresses the question, now what? You know, the, the, the other piece to rebuild her is, is addressing the, the whole woman, the mind of the woman. Hmm. You know, we're up against a lot just existing mm-hmm. as women, mm-hmm. especially if you're a woman of color in any area of American life. Hmm. And I, I'm very um, open about my, I, I don't even call it a struggle because it's really not a struggle. It's an illness. I mm-hmm. have major depression. And for me to ignore that sometimes, excuse my language, shit happens, hmm. um, <laughs> it would be, I would be irresponsible and remiss to act like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I have major depression. It is managed. And I still have challenges, sometimes daily. Yeah. I can't imagine what this does to someone who thinks they have a healthy mind. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I, I know where my issues lie. I'm so not in denial. Right. And I believe in the power of a good therapist, honey. Hello. I have, ther- I have therapists who are now my friends. Hello. You used to treat me. You used to treat me. We go to work. Hello. 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 I mean, my, my, my therapy sessions are equally entertaining as they are profound. Have mercy. Work done. Have mercy. I'm a very animated person. Have mercy. Have mercy. <laughs> Now, you know, I I don't know. I I don't know if you have the same experience that I have when we talk about Mm -hmm. in our community. And I'm going to talk about our our Uh our black community. I I use the term black in our black communities of there being almost a pushback sometimes um, to receiving outside help or receiving therapy. Do you see that at all when you talk about your story or talk about your life? And do you see people, oh, no, I can, I, I'll be all right. Or I can, I can just go sit down and talk to big mama and, you know, have have a glass of wine and eat some macaroni and cheese and it'll be all right. Have you seen that? You know, have I seen that? I, and you call it pushback. I call it just rejection. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, my, my closest, dearest friend passed away about, a month ago. Mm. Um, so sorry. Her name was Mother Mary Louise Hunter. And she was a career educator, principal of school. She educated so many hundreds of children over her lifetime. And she she and I connected because we actually she had children late in life. I had children early in life. Mm. And we had children that were the same age. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we connected as mothers on a whole different level that blessed my life in a way I never expected. And um, when talking about mental illness to Mother Hunter, she is a woman of of devout faith. And I say is because she's still with me very much. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a woman of devout faith, without question. She knows Jesus and Jesus knows her. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad she's gone because she knows where she is. Mm -hmm. But she always believed that it was something that could be worked out through prayer. Okay. Until one day we sat down and we talked. And it ended up being a conversation that lasted about three hours. Mercy. Um, We talked about what it means to live with mental illness. We talked about what it means to 
get out of bed, let alone get through a day hmm. when it's bad. Because for me, when it's bad, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Now, my my children, my nuclear family, um, we, we have a rhythm. Okay. So we have signals. We're very open about it. We talk about And we have, you know, we have our little crazy joke. Because <laughs> I, I didn't, I don't make light of it. But at the same time, I needed to take the heaviness out of the depression. I needed to uh-huh. take the depression out of the depression. Mm. So that they could understand that this is an illness. Yes. Just like cancer. Yes. Well, not just like cancer, but, but it's... just as significant, um, just as significant as any other chronic illness. Yes. This, yes. It, you, I can be fine for years. And one day the world falls apart for me. Mm-hmm. And you need to know and understand what this looks like. I need you to be a second set of eyes so that you recognize when I'm headed down the path to danger because it's progressive. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's progressive. Now, I don't have um, extreme mood swings. I am and I, I'm a very high-level thinker. Okay. So, um, and, I, and it's just my personal belief as well that um, people who have and, and studies have shown and history has shown mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. that people with the most incredible mind mm-hmm. also have some form of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a price to pay yep. for higher levels of intelligence yes. for higher levels of creativity mm-hmm. and inspiration and divinely connected solutions to people's lives. Have you don't come up with that over lunch. She doesn't have an overlunch. No, no, no. It's an unusual mind to be able to understand the things of God in a way that can serve people. Ooh, Quran. Quran. Okay, so, and then you don't get me preaching. Okay, so, so Mother Hunter, so we, we had a conversation, and she really didn't understand that it was really an illness hmm. until I explained to her what could happen when I become unstable. Mm-hmm. And I also had to explain to her what happens when people minimize or ignore the signs of mental illness. We've seen a lot of suicide this year. Yes. And I think because media and social media is so prevalent in our society, it is a staple of our society now. Yes. It is a way that we disseminate and, and we share news yes. of, of joy and pain. Mm-hmm. But we've seen a lot of suicide, especially suicide in young people. We see such a rise yes. in suicide in adolescents um, and young people for a number of reasons. We've seen a rise in suicide and people who are old. Yes, yes, yes. So we need to talk about this thing because, you know, we all know people, family members, or have heard stories of people who are on drugs Mm -hmm. and fail to realize that part of the reason is so, part of the reason it is so prevalent in the black community is because it is self-medication for a deep problem. Have mercy. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So if I may take a moment to pause. Yes. What I have learned, what I'm learning in and of myself 
is I'm, I'm reading a lot of books on the brain now. I'm, I'm very fascinated mm-hmm. with, with the brain and how it works and, and the neurotransmitters and the neuropathways and this yes. emerging field of neuroplasticity where you can really reprogram your brain. You can reprogram mm-hmm. certain pathways. And, you know, it's very prevalent, of course, with stroke victims or people that have lost the ability to, to um, use a limb or reprogram how to use um, another limb or, you know, areas like that. And, and they're talking about how our, our brains work. And, and what we are coming to realize is just what you have said. A lot mm-hmm. of the drug abuse, a lot of things, um, even activities that we do, even dangerous Active activities. Sexuality. A lot of that is yes. A lot of it is because we are either trying to release more serotonin, that feel good, that feel good um, hormone in our brain, or we're trying to we're trying to calm down certain things in our brain. There are a lot of white noise and things that we deal with. And so some people, oh, you just need, you know, I'm a person of faith. I have a strong faith. I I believe in God and I believe in Jesus myself. And I know that there is a place for that. I also believe that he has put godly people on this earth that have been trained in certain areas that can give you the tools to help you to navigate these different and difficult areas of life, to help you, like you said, become a person, know how to deal with what you got. Because when you can you name it, you can name it. There you go. There you go. So now you have had a profound conversation with this with your best friend, and she mm-hmm. now starts and understanding. She was seventy-three. Wow. Seventy-three. Wow. That's why we've we've got to reconnect. We we've got to reconnect the head to the body in terms of understanding that there are processes mm-hmm. that happen in our minds, in our brains, that can affect our body, physical signs and symptoms, symptomatology. It's really that can interesting because mother would use terminology, you know, similar to my grandmother from the south. I'm not from the south. Hmm. I'm from Baltimore. Okay, uh, but. You know, sometimes we would be talking, and you would really hear the old stuff. Mama come out there, and she—I uh-huh. mean, she was trouble. She was trouble. Like us, we <laughs> loved each other so much. We were like, she was. She was my ace. She mm. was, my father used to call us Holy Ghost studs. Oh she, wow! It <laughs> <laughs> was like we were Um, but we would have these conversations and, and would talk about people and discuss current events and, and things that were going on in our, in our, in our lives and, and she would use a phrase you know because they were that way mm. <laughs> that's something that used to be said about people who they didn't put labels on <laughs> if you were gay you were that way mm-hmm. or you were touched Hmm. If you if you were crazy, mm-hmm, you were mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, yes, you were that way. yes. I'm from the south, so I know exactly what you're talking uh-huh, about. Uh huh. So we we need to replace that way mm-hmm. with what it actually is. Yes. Now you don't you don't need a label for everything because you know I'm from the school of Chris Rock. Whatever happened to crazy? <laughs> but I've been I have been called crazy my whole life. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be really transparent for a minute. Mm-hmm. I've been called crazy my whole life. I have always been an extrovert. 
I was a, a stage performer at a very young age. I'm, I'm musically gifted. I'm not afraid of people. I love people. Mm-hmm. I study people because they're the most interesting creatures on earth. You mortals are so interesting. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's fascinating to me the levels of incredible, incredible discoveries you've made in science and, 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 and technology. And you were talking about um, serotonin and melatonin. And we, we talk about, we could talk about neuropathies and, mm-hmm. and all those other things. Cause I, I'm, I'm an information digger. I'm going to find it. Mm-hmm. And we can even talk about how they're doing brain mapping. Mm-hmm. To yes. Technology yes. to them to help them move now. Yes. You know, it, the electrical impulses, the yes. firing of the snaps, and yes. all those wonderful. We could talk about all that stuff and not acknowledge that somebody has a mental illness. Have mercy. Have mercy. We can talk about how sick somebody can become from leukemia mm-hmm. or Gehrig's disease. Or, you know, MS. Mm-hmm. And it's accepted that they have depression. Yes. But not somebody who doesn't have a physical ailment actually be born with it. So it, it, it really, we need to start talking about the whole person and stop compartmentalizing people. We have to stop compartmentalizing humanity. Yes. We all think differently for a reason. I think Ben Carson is crazy. I think Ben Carson <laughs> is, it is, it is phenomenal to me that, and I'm going to say this, and yes, I'm being political, but Ben Carson is a neurosurgeon without a brain. How can you be that brilliant and not answer a question ever? Help us, help us, help us. I'm gonna have to put in here the the views of the of the guests. <laughs> They're all mine. Are all the guests views. But that's okay. That's all right. But we can look at his story. Yeah. We can look at his story. Mm-hmm. Coming from we, 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 many of us have seen the movie Get Your Hand mm-hmm. or have read the book Get Your Hand. Mm-hmm. He has a remarkable story. Yes. Remarkable story. He is a brilliant neurosurgeon. He changed the world mm-hmm. with what was connected in his mind. Mm-hmm. It was something that nobody else had the capacity yeah. to put together. Yeah. God gave that to him. Mm. So why wouldn't God give? And, I, and, you know, I've had to deal with this a lot, just personally. I consider it a gift. It is an illness, mm-hmm. but I consider it a gift because I have a level of compassion for people mm. that is beyond what I ever thought possible. I can see and hear and recognize a kind of pain that people overlook, mm. the kind of joy that people never experience. I have the opportunity. I mean, I have a full range of emotion. I have a full range of love in my heart and and, and a full capacity of a working mind. I am very blessed to be, to have this illness 
can be managed. Man. I have care. I have care. So that is and what I am oh, okay. You just, again, again, we just dug out another nugget of gold. You mm-hmm. just said it. You have an illness, but it is managed and you are able to still give to the world gifts and abilities that nobody else has because mm-hmm. you are uniquely Carson. I'm, I'm sorry. You are uniquely Quran. Mm-hmm. And if we can just see that for ourselves, and I believe that's what you're helping to do and rebuild her because you are looking at the entire person, you can help somebody else see, you know what? I may have, I may have something that needs help here. I may have Mm -hmm. a mental illness. I may have a a physical, something that people can see outwardly. But once I get the help I need, once I implement certain fail safes for me and my family or my nucleus, I'm able to give the world a better me. Mm-hmm. And there are and things not, that... it's not because I'm subdued by medication. No. And there it's are things... I'm subdued by medication. And there are things that I can do that nobody else can do. Yep. Nobody I'm else can do. I'm offended when people call me crazy. Because people call me crazy. My whole, they call me crazy because I'm, I laugh all the time. Like, I'm... I'm you can know from this conversation, I, I got jokes about everything. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't bother me. But to deny to deny the fact that I have depression would also mm-hmm. be to deny my brilliance. Yes. I had to learn to own how smart I am because mm-hmm. I, I tried to hide it for a long time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't popular to be. It wasn't popular to be. And I was cute, too. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't popular to be. You know, all brainiac. Right, right. You know, when I'm trying to, when I'm trying to pull a date. Right, 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 right. You know, it's just, you know, it doesn't work for the game. But I had to learn how to own my brilliance. Yes. Because if I did not take stock in who I am as a whole woman, I would have nothing to contribute to the world. I'm lying to myself. But the truth is, Every part of me matters. I wouldn't wow. have the range of emotion or response or compassion or even anger because sometimes my anger provokes me to make changes in other areas for other people. Mm. It's so crazy. I actually, you know, I have so many stories, but I actually <laughs> got kicked out of a shelter one. What? I got kicked out of a shelter for getting people jobs. For getting people jobs? Yes. Okay. I got kicked out of a shelter for giving people jobs because they said that they wanted these women to to start working and start rebuilding their lives so they can get to a place of self-sufficiency and move out of the shelter. Okay, great. I got people. I talk to people all the time. I don't care if I'm standing in the half seat at the mm-hmm. market mm-hmm. and we're in the tomato section. And your tomato looks better than mine, or, or you know, whatever. Right, right, right. It's, it's interesting. Well, where'd you find that tomato? Because it doesn't look like anything like mine. And it'll turn into a conversation. You know, I have these, these provocative T-shirts that I wear, and one of them is, um, one of them says, this is what a black feminist looks like. <laughs> and um, 
it has sparked the most interesting conversations with little old white ladies. They love wow. it. Wow. Wow. But some of those some of those little little old ladies had sons or owned companies that were in power that I met in the supermarket mm. in my shirt. So I you know I I love people. I mm. do. I really genuinely love to connect with people. I'm not ashamed of who I am. I'm not ashamed of how I've been created. And I needed to let my kids know you are not here to marry this. You are mm-hmm. here to have life more abundantly. That was the purpose of Christ dying. Yes. So we might have life more. And I am a Christian. I also respect the faith of other people. Yes. But he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And how... When I was struggling between medical insurance and didn't have treatment, Mm. I see the change in my life, even if that treatment wasn't medication. Sometimes the treatment is talk therapy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the treatment is occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of different ways that mental illness is treated. It's not always through drugs. Mm -hmm. That is a misconception. We need to, in all our getting, we need to get an understanding that we are, well, y'all are human. I don't know what I am. (laughs) We are are remarkable. We are fearfully and And wonderfully made. made. Mm, mm, mm. But we have got to take the stigma out of acknowledging when something is not quite right. Yes. Yes. When your stove doesn't work. We can go back to that broken stove. Mm. When your stove doesn't work and you know it's spitting out gas, you're not going to take chances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it could kill you. So if your brain is not quite working right, if you're forgetful, if you can't get out of bed in the morning, if you're having aches and pains in your body that you can't explain, if you've been under a ridiculous amount of pressure and you can't pick yourself up off the floor or stop crying it's a signal that something's not quite right and it is okay not only is it okay but it is your responsibility to find out and fix it man Quran we are the keepers of these bodies we are the keepers of our we're the keepers of our we have the power to change the world, each and every one of us, in our own way. We were all put here for a specific purpose. Rebuild Her has been in development for years, and I didn't even know it. Mm. I used to call myself the poster child for statistics. The poster child for what? The poster child for statistics. Oh, have mercy. Have mercy. And I remember one of my aunts saying, you know, Karan, some people just had bad luck their whole life. Mm. Maybe you just one of those people. I was like, I'm not accepting that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. But I still, but I still hear it every now and then because she actually said it and it was foul. But she actually said it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but the truth of the matter is, my life, my experiences, inform my work. Yes, I have the ability to help people, even if it's just through a conversation. I had a woman reach out to me online who had been searching for me for years. Mm. 
I was on a bus in Baltimore one day and sat beside her on the bus. She wrote me a letter and told me that she remembered me from that day because she was on her way home to kill herself. What? She felt completely invisible in her life. Everybody ignored her. They they counted her out because she had made some mistakes, and she felt invisible and that nobody saw her or heard her or listened to her. Until that morning, I spoke to her without knowing her, and she she attributes me to saving her life. Wow. Just for speaking. Saying good morning can change somebody's life. Saying are you okay today can change somebody's life. An estimated 22 veterans commit suicide every day in the United States. Mm. 22. So on, there's a movement on the 22nd of every month that we as veterans check in on another veteran. Mm. I just joined that movement. Because I just found out about it. Wow. But that's a small thing. If somebody comes into my heart and into my mind, I'm like, you know, so you just start thinking about somebody out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. I said, you know what? I need to call them. Send them a Facebook message. Say, hey. Something. Yes, yes. How you doing? Because you came into my heart for a reason. You came into my mind for a reason. We forget about people. We cannot forget about each other. Not veterans, not neighbors, even the racists have a, have a purpose. Hmm. The racists have brought, racists in this country have brought together communities of people that never thought they would be connected mm. because they recognize evil. Mm. Mm. They recognize evil and now they're friends. Have mercy. So, I mean, we, oh, Quran. Oh my goodness. I, I, I know we can go on. We could sit here for another two hours and, and I am just, I'm, I am eating this conversation up alive. Trust me. Oh my goodness. Um, but I want I want us to, to, to wrap this up in a nice little bow. Uh-huh. And okay. would you come, come back to the community and have another conversation with us? Any Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we usually, we usually give a tip of the day for our community, but what I've done for this month is I've asked the veterans that give their story. What is one thing you can think of that you would like for civilians to know about veterans? Hmm. Wow. Okay. That's a good question. What is one thing? Um, That we're not a monolith. Mm. That when you when you join military service, mm-hmm. you actually get up and go to work every day, just like everybody else. Mm. You just have a different risk involved mm-hmm. with your work. You have a different risk of responsibility for the safety of the country. But we get up, we file paperwork, we pay our bills, we live to support this nation and if there was one thing I would want civilians to know about veterans is that we are only a reflection of society at large we are the same people in a different environment Hmm. 
Mm. And we struggle with a lot more than war. It doesn't take war to destroy a family with separation when you're in the military. Everybody who serves doesn't see combat, but everybody who serves does fight. Wow. And remember our women veterans. You know, we, we are the invisible force. We Wives of veterans are treated better than women veterans. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Mm-hmm. Wives of military members are treated better than women veterans who actually serve. Mm-hmm. So just remember that, that we are here, we are people, and most of us are very proud of our service. And we'll do it again in a heartbeat. But don't even, even though they broke me, I would do it again. Hmm. I would. Wow. It's a place of honor. You don't re- you don't realize that you're dishonored until you're out. Oh. So I would. If I had to do it all over again, would I absolutely? Because I'm very proud of my service to this country. But we are people, and we struggle in a lot of ways. But we're people. We still got to get up and go to work every day. Wow. And a lot of us, are su- we're suffering. And, and we need compassion and we need action mm-hmm. on more than Veterans Day. We need compassion mm-hmm. and we need the support of the American community, not because we're in a high or elevated status, but because we committed to lay down our lives yes. for our friends. Yes. Wow. Thank Jesus, you know. Yeah, yes, yes. Wow. With that community, we're going to wrap up this session with Miss Karan. We're going to put all of Karan, thank you. Thank you for being so transparent, for being willing to share with the community so that we can help connect and and connect the whole person and begin with the information we gleam in this community to begin to experience whole person care. So until next time, community, we'll see you guys back here. Bye now.